It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. Hey, welcome to Twisting the Wind. This is just how it starts off. Okay. Ah, oh, 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 mm, eh, eh. Hey, uh, somebody, uh, the dogs are in the house still. Would you get the dogs and let them into the garage? Okay, this is about all I've got for you right now, okay? This is it. This is the whole, this what was that? Was it like a What was that? An income earning spike? <laughs> what was that? Some kind of income earners? What was that? Some kind of what, what, what was that? Some kind of income what was that? Welcome to Twisting the Wind here on the Feral Audio Network. My name is Johnny Pemberton. This is the introduction to the podcast right now. This is me talking. I'm the person... Uh, sorry, I had a uh, electron in my throat there for a second. Uh, it's still there. God damn it. Uh, uh, 
you ever do that? Have like just enough of something in your throat, but you can't get it out. Doesn't have enough mass to to catch enough of your of your of your lung wind to eject this particle, but it's still there. It's like a little fucking guy just hanging on to a flag, you know, like a little flag. You know those fucking hand flags? Who gives a shit about those fucking hand flags? What are those for? Those are for like mounting on your bike or something. <laughs> and who knows how long they'll last? And they'll probably fray and fall off, and then disgrace the icon with which they were representing. Hope it's not an American flag. Hope a cop doesn't see you accidentally bike over an American flag on your way to the bank to deposit some American cash. Or God forbid you've got some Bahrainian cash or some other foreign currency. And be like, hey, what's your occupation? You know? Uh, that's just what happened to me today. Welcome to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton here in the Feral Audio Network. This is a podcast you're listening to right now. Everything's okay. It's real good. It's going to have a good sound to it. It's real, t- it's real tiled in. I was going to say dialed in or timed. I think I said tiled, but I will say this is probably the only podcast you could say that is tiled in. Someone We've taken great care to get some mosaic constructors in here, and they've fucking constructed some goddamn tile works that would make an Italian woman cry, okay? Not just, you know, I was going to say man, but I went with woman because I feel like women are stronger, aren't they? They really are. To say anything else would be absurd. Um, I don't want to get into the whole gender thing right now because, you know what, there isn't a whole gender thing. It's just how it is. I went to the bank today. This is literally true. To deposit some cash in my landlord's account because I ran out of checks because I'm fucking tired of writing fucking checks. Why are we still writing checks? Are we beyond that? I mean, the, the millennials are, right? They figured out how to get beyond checks, but I haven't. So I had to do direct deposit of cash, you know, because I've got the fucking money, yo. <laughs> uh, as if I didn't, yeah. Like, what else would I be doing? Like, fake, fake, uh, trick money. I did trick money this time around. Oh, you got me. Well, you got me once, and you're allowed to get trick money into my account for rent. So I went there, and I'm biking there, because, you know, I'm all about exercise now, ever since this camping trip I went on. About two weeks ago. Now I'm just fucking indefatigable. You know what that word means? I love that word. It's a great word. Uh, I feel like I'm indefatigable now because I was born again hard on the upper, upper, uh, high end slopes of, of Enyo National Forest, listening to Philip Glass as I climbed over some talus structures and got real high, got really paid in the brain with a, a fucking double dose of that shit that leaves you the opposite of comatose. It was a real a real brain payment of sorts in terms of uh, adrenaline and endorphins. God, it feels, feels good. Nothing feels good now. I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, that's sad, but it's, it's not sad. It's just uh, things change, right? So I'm biking to the fucking bank to do this deposit. And I get in there, and they ask me, they say, we need to know your social security number uh, and your ID and your occupation to deposit this large amount of cash into someone someone's account number with which you have. I was like, that's interesting. You know, I was gonna, the punk in me was going to be like, you don't need to know my occupation or like social security number with the bug, you know. But at the same time, all that stuff is so available to any sort of nefarious government entities that want it that I don't care if this stupid bank has it. So, uh, but I'm still like, I'm not going to say my occupation just because I don't really know what it is sometimes. And, well, it's actor, essentially. It's essentially actor, but it's also, it's also like, 
I don't want to talk about that, you know. I just don't want to have that conversation. So I'm like, what am I going to say? And I rode my bike. I've got my helmet in my hand there. And I told her I'm a cyclist. And she goes, um, what was that? A cyclist? Like a bike? I'm like, yes. I was waiting for her to ask me questions like, wow, so you, that's what you do for a living? Ah, oh, you're, you're a cyclist, huh? Wow, so what's that like? And I was going to just have all this stuff ready to go like, yeah, you know, I buy, ride, I, uh, yeah, I'm a professional biker. I, uh, today's, you know, off day, just doing some light training here, rough side right over here. But nothing, nothing happened at all. She didn't inquire, but I was all, I was all ready for my new life as a cyclist. As a professional cyclist. How cool is that? If you're a professional cyclist, I mean, acting is, that's boring. It really is. Everyone thinks the fucking acting is all interesting and shit. It's, I mean, it is to me. It is in the moment, but the actual whole thing that goes on, it's just a bunch of, it's a bunch of baloney. It's not that cool. Most of them aren't that cool. Actors that seem cool are just smart enough to know not to talk enough to reveal how stupid they actually are. That's Johnny Depp's genius, I swear to God. He's smart enough to know that, ooh, I shouldn't talk a whole lot. listening to us in the wind here uh, I'm gonna just drop right into the there was no effect on that a little bit, a little bit of reverb, obviously, but so you know, that was 100% genuine white person throat singing. That's what happens when you've got time on your hands and interesting. So I'm just going to drop right into the interview section here portion, the, the conversation section portion of the podcast today. I have a very special exclusive guest. This is a, this is happenstance it's not happenstance it's sort of coincidence it was a coincidental dance that was put together thanks to the one and only uh super secret powwow Britt sanders illustrator Brittany christine i don't know what to say she has so many names uh and well you'll, you're gonna learn what it is once we start getting into it but for now just know this is a this is really cool great opportunity fun time um so enjoy it and please be sure to rate and review the podcast please be sure to tell your friends about the podcast please be sure to make all of your online purchases through our amazon portal you fucking bastard okay <laughs> just kidding you're just uh, overly conservative probably if they're not a, you're not a bastard you're probably not even conservative at all you're probably less conservative than me so uh Right How far should I be from the microphone? Well, it's your decision. You can monitor your levels using okay. the headphones. Okay, good. You can use your uh, headphones to monitor the degree with which you feel your voice sounds good using a monitor. But my voice always sounds good. Well, not good. You know, I don't mean good as in like quality. I mean good like as in something you feel this is appropriate for what you want it to sound. That's actually flat water. Is you interested in sparkling? Oh, shit. Which one do you want? Well, I mean, I'm kind of a flat water guy, but sometimes, but I really don't care. All right, well, I'm going to give you the flat then. Okay. Here this, you go. Okay, so the sound of, uh, I've got spring and you've got spark. Ready? You should have a comparison. Okay. You first. And uh, I'm going to open this up here now. 
And uh, waiting for the sound of the seal to... Nope, it's not. It's, it didn't crack, so this is clearly been contaminated by a barista. It's flat. Let's hear this. Let's hear the uh, not flat water sparkling. There we go. Much better. There we go. Do you have Do you have echo in your in your uh, echo? Are you hearing it? I got some verb. You got some verb. Okay. I don't know if this you is some minor. Hand, this is some minor verb here. I'm gonna experiment maybe with a different type of verb. happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. This is sort of happenstance. This happened real last minute, real quick, real simple. There wasn't anything sort of uh, set up here. There's no, no preordained uh, questions or anything like that at all. Yeah, I was, I was just talk. Do you we cheers already? Yeah, we can cheers. Sorry. Cheers. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Okay. My name is Bethany, right. aka The Buttress. Okay. Um, you mainly I mean, go by the buttress. I mean, in real life, I go by Bethany. You but know? what's real life, though? This is real life. This is real life. I would say. It is, okay. I mean... Yeah, it's pretty real much real life, even though we do live in a simulation, definitely. You think? Oh, I yeah, think, I heard I'm you pretty talking sure. about that. I'm pretty sure of the simulation, like, yeah. Why, though? Because uh, of all the things they found that show evidence of there being, like, um, digital code inside of organic matter. Like, What? Scientists, they found really? that. They found it. This sounds so abstract. But I feel like if it, if there's even like a little bit, it means it's real, you know? I guess. I don't know. Who cares? I you, mean, if you, it is a simulation, does matter. think it's all one person's or all living independent simulations? I think there's no way to know. It doesn't. That's the thing is that the simulation doesn't matter because if it is a simulation, then it's just like, well... Uh, it's the same thing when you say <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's like okay, well, the world is actually flat. Whatever, I'm still yeah. living in it. Or you, you can know? say, oh, it's you, they can be zen about anything and just say fuck it because it's a simulation. The same way you'd say it about anything else. So. Mm, true. Yeah, but in the real world, you're Bethany. Yeah. AKA the buttress. Uh huh. And you're a music. You make music. I'm a music maker. <laughs> you make music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you say rapper? Yeah. Does it feel weird to say rapper it sometimes? It does. Yeah, because yeah. it is weird, it's weird to say it's rapper. Like, well, I'm a rapper. Because it's like it's it's like a word that means means something different than he's like oh I'm a, I'm a singer, I'm a musician. It means you play like the bass or you play the drums. Right. I'm in a band means you like um, I don't know. Uh, I'm what play else drums is there? Or guitar. Yeah, or bass. guitar. But I don't I'm a know. rapper. You ever say you're a hip hopper? <laughs> yeah, because I am. <laughs> so, would you say you're more of a hip hopper or a rapper? I mean, I don't really get the whole difference, you know. I don't get when it either. When people are like, "That's not, that's not hip hop, that's rap," it's like their way of indicating that it doesn't live up to their standards for hip hop. Right. But rap is a verb, so it's like, and hip hop's right. not a verb. Hip hop so has rap in is it. Is someone who makes hip hop rapping, or are they hip hopping? I think they're rapping. Yeah, I would so say it's all rap. It's rap. Yeah. It's rap. It might rap not music. be what you think is good rap or good hip hop, but it's still rap. Because rap music, you have to explain that to your mom it's and be like, hip-hop. "Mom, I like rap." 
Mo- no, 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 no. He's into Why? hip. He's into hip hop. He's not into <laughs> rap. Mm-mm. We don't listen to country music around here. Like folk music, not yeah. country. Yeah. You used no. to say that that uh, folk music is country that you like. Oh yeah. But that's not true anymore. I like country now. Yeah. I've embraced it. I'm. I don't know too much about you it. You don't. Okay. Like who? Who are you into? Um, Merle Haggard, Johnny Paycheck, um, Waylon Jennings. <laughs> These are all. These are all very white. These are like white. These are white guys. Really white. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. I like white people. They're super white. Yeah, you're white. Yeah, I'm white. I like myself. Do you feel like you're any part not white? Um, no. Not feel. <laughs> not feel. But I mean, like, are you? Is there any part of you that's? Uh... My mom says I'm Native American, but okay. I don't believe her. I mean, look at me. Right. It's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, it? I might be a little bit. That would be awesome, you know, but I definitely identify say, as only white because that's really? what I look like, you know. I feel like white's just a color, you know. It's not an ethnicity. If you look it's white, not. you could be from Africa. You look white, you're white. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, white, white's just this thing where it's like, oh, I have nothing about me. That's what I think it means. Yeah. So, what do you have? What are you? I'm just white. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, what are you? Oh, I am my interests. <laughs> So what, what are you about? Oh, nothing. I'm just what I am interested in. I'm just in. the sum of my experience. I'm just the sum of the books that I, that have that have reached me and the music that I like. Mm-hmm. So either you're either the posters an, I have on my wall. That's what I am. Interesting white, bad white. Yeah. There's boring white. Yeah. Well, white like, has become kind of like a diss, you know. It is, but I guess we kind of deserve it to some extent. If I coming, <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. I mean, shit. I don't care. I'll own it. Yeah. I don't want to own it, actually. I just want to sort of like be, um, I always check the box of other. Yeah. I prefer other. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm other. Yeah. Are you other? I guess, yeah. Do you have some other? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I am, so I can't say for sure. I feel like other is the safest option, you know? Other is the safest option. Other is always the safest option. Other is always the safest option. Especially when you're doing real-time processing. With shitty onboard digital effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- that was, that was a ghost just now. Yeah, I did too. How would you do it? Uh, I would probably quote a Bible verse. Quote a Bible verse. <laughs> what do you For got? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. Point, point, point. John 316. <laughs> yeah, Coming I definitely went with the, the most Baptist. generic. You know, other ones I think I could probably paraphrase, but... I got that one word for word. Is that one you, did you spend some sort of specific time to get that one down? Oh yeah. Well, that's just, you know, I went to Bible school my whole life. Bible school or Catholic school? It's a different Bible school. Well, okay. I mean, it was, uh, the first one was, uh, I guess you would call it Lutheran. Oh, okay. And then the second one, high school was Calvinist. Because you're from the East Coast. Yes, I am. Right. I always thought you're from Detroit for some reason. Really? No. I was like thinking you're from Michigan. Because I'm a white rapper. (laughs) <laughs> no, because there's that band Salem. You know that band Salem? Yeah. They're from Michigan, but they live in oh, the sticks. Okay. They're a bunch of like stick living hipsters in the. Are they? I think I they didn't know in, that. I think I they know. live in the sticks. Okay. I knew they were in Chicago a lot. My they girlfriend are? who just dropped me off, I believe, is friends with one of the members. I believe it. It's a very small world, people mm-hmm. who. Um, Especially when you go to art school. Did you go to art school? I did. You did. Where'd you go to art school? The school, the Art Institute of Chicago. Okay. Same as Orson Welles. Really? Mm-hmm. Look what happened to him. He's dead. He's died. 
<laughs> he's dying. Well, I hope that doesn't happen to me. You won't die because you're living the simulation. You can pro- you'll probably be able to download your brain before you go. Yeah, I think and we'll- I'll just be a copy of myself. But you won't be because you already are. No, <laughs> but I don't know if I subscribe to that belief. So. What belief? That we're living in a simulation. Oh, but we're not alive. I That's mean, I'm, what I'm pretty saying. sure I'm an original. You are? There's no copies yet. Then again, I mean, okay, if this is like multiple dimensions, then actually maybe there are infinite copies of myself. And exactly. I'm just living at one right now. But that doesn't mean that this is a simulation. Maybe there really does exist a million versions of me. Infinite. Infinite. There's, Bethany, there's infinite versions of you. Nice. I wonder if they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> some are probably terrible, actually. Yeah, true. I bet some of them are dicks. Straight up. Why did you go to art school? Because I like art. So did you like, I want to paint... Um, no, I wasn't a painter. I'm a filmmaker. A filmmaker, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you went to make film. Mm-hmm. So who is your favorite film? My favorite film is Blade Runner. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a movie that, um, honestly, I don't like. Really? How yeah. many times have you seen it, though? I've tried to watch it several times, but I keep falling asleep. Really? Yeah. Can you hear me in the... Oh, okay. I think yeah. that was too far. I think what happens is... You keep is, falling asleep? I kept falling asleep. I just find it... Have you seen it front to end? Yeah, I've seen it all. It looks great. All the yeah, way it looks. it's beautiful. It's really pretty, but I find it... Um, but, you know... I, Not this, stimulating. Some movies, though, it's okay to... I feel like... Certain things, there's that movie Dancer in the Dark, you know that movie? With Bjork? Yeah. I never saw that. Oh, I hate it. It's good, right? Oh, you hate it? I think it? it's terrible. I just Why? thought about it today. Boring? It's just like super boring and super like forced on, I feel yeah. like it's forced on you to Lars like it. Lars can do that. Yeah, Lars can try you. Yeah. Lars has That's been, his thing. Yeah. But that one is not that trying though. It's not like the um, Breaking the Waves or something like that, which I thought. Which one is that? That's the one with uh, Emily, Emily Watson, what's her name? All the Scottish guys, and she's like, Jan, Jan's prick, Jan's prick. <laughs> and the guy, ah, oh, it's a good one. Okay. I think it's my favorite one. Really? Best soundtrack. What's the one that's all like sepia tones? Celebration? No, that's no. color. That's Trier, right? The word, I don't, no, the celebration isn't, I don't think. I think it's some other Scandinavian dude. Yeah. Pretty positive. You just tuned into Dogma that, 95 he Radio. Was part of that movement. <laughs> yeah. You just tuned into Dogma 95 Radio. Where's we our manifesto? It? Our manifesto. Well, you can't use lights. You can't do this. You. What is Dogma 95? It's not what you can do. It's what you can. Dogma 95. No longer relevant because it's been done to death. Done to death. Do you think it's death. been done to death? Um, I mean... Some of the principles are cool, but some of the rules are just so arbitrary, yeah. you know? It's like, well, I mean, I do think that, well, eh, fuck it. If you need to have a rule book, you probably right. shouldn't even be making films, you know? If I, because I, I think I could think of a lot of things that would make films better that I've been seeing everywhere that are shit, you know? What's, but those filmmakers aren't going to ever make a good film, so it's like, whatever. What's some movies you've seen recently that suck? That suck? Yeah. Oh, man. See, Tell me some stuff you're like, oh, this is bad. Oh, man, shit. You know, I don't even know because I pretty much only watch films that I know I probably won't totally fucking despise. Well, what's one you were like, oh, what? <laughs> or one you're like, recently? Like, you're Damn. like this. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know oh, I mean? the gift. The, the gift. gift. What was the I gift? I saw it in theaters with my mother. It's some like domestic thriller starring Jason Bateman. <laughs> domestic thriller. Yeah, I love domestic That's a great thrillers. Genre. Boy Next Door. Have you seen it? The new J Lo film. A Brit's obsessed with that. It's uh, no, so good. I think this. Didn't she do a previous? She has a domestic thriller Enough. under her belt. Yes. Enough. Yes. Yeah, no. Which is also fucking uh, awesome. So, but Boy so, Next Door was amazing too. <laughs> it's so bad though. At the same time, no, isn't no. it? Enough is not good. Yes, it is. What makes it good? Everything. What makes it... Okay. Maybe you have to be a woman. I think you gotta be a woman, actually. No, just kidding. That's really I think you could like enough. Okay, well, I was forced to watch some of Enough. Didn't like it? Are you crazy? No, I didn't dislike it. I just find some of the... I don't know. You know, sometimes something's just not your uh, thing. I get it. I guess. I get why someone likes it. What's that one where Shia LaBeouf is trapped with the ankle bracelet up in the... Uh, oh, the like rear disturbia? window. Yeah. Saw that recently. It's like a rear window we made. Yeah. You saw that recently? I saw Didn't it recently. Did it come out like 10 years ago? Yes, it did, but yeah. we watched it. What do you it. think? I was Entertaining. I enjoyed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought there was some uh, bad performances, but some of By the... By who? Some of the uh, the uh, extra, other other, other actors, mm-hmm. the, the non-buff. Not Shia, though. The non- or Shia? How the fuck do you I say it? I think it's Shia. Is it? But I think he would probably say, like, you can say it however you want to say it. Right. It's up for interpretation. I kind of feel like that's the way of anything, though. You can say whatever you want to say. You can say the fucking True. word I, however you want I don't need it. his permission. I'll say mm-hmm. his name how I want it to. That's what I always say. It's yeah. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh, actually, it's pronounced this way. Oh, really? Well, maybe it is in your mouth. <laughs> but I, I, call him, uh, I call him Vincent Van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I call him. I like that. I'm going to start doing that. You can do it. That's good. You pronounce Vincent everyone. Van. So you don't dislike any movies at all? No, I dislike tons of movies, but I can't think of one recently that I really disliked. But you got into... So you do something... Listeners, listen. The Buster, the, <laughs> the Buttress makes her own music videos. I do, and they're incredible because it's like they're, uh, they're very. I want to say powerful, but that sounds like I'm. That like, sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. Some powerful reactions. Here. Powerful. Um, Bill, we've got some power, <laughs> some very powerful reactions powerful. to this uh, this recent I got release. Can we get a comment on the goosebumps that have been created <laughs> due to these powerful video releases we're seeing attached to film? And we have we have reports that kids are doing digital drugs. <laughs> you remember that shit? No, uh, that was a thing a while ago. Digital drugs. Uh-uh. It was What's this a thing. Digital drug. It's like this. It's, not, it's a non it's a non existent thing. It's basically. Okay. Kids listening to cool like like sound sine wave drops like and like blowing and it gets up. You high. It's supposed to get you high, like YouTube what? videos. What? And it's like does it work? Some parent found a kid with headphones in the dark, <laughs> and they're they're listed on listening YouTube. Listening to sine waves. Yeah, the sine waves. <laughs> People in art school have been doing that for forever, though. You know. Yeah, they have really. Shit. Yeah, I took the analog synthesis class, and I listened to a lot of that. What is the analog synthesis class? What was it? Yeah. It was basically just like, you know, the fundamentals. We had a big emu synthesizer. It took up like the whole fucking wall. And it's an we old would, one, right? Yeah, it was old. I'm not sure what year it was from. And then we had a bunch of random modules, like modem modules and shit that were right next to it. And basically, you know, like our test, the teacher would play like a sine wave, like, and be like, well, it would be more complex than that. It would be like going through the ring mod or something. Yeah, shit. the ring mod. The, oh, my the God. The ring mod. And then he would be like, how did I make this? And that was the test. You know, you would have to recreate the sound for him. It was really fun. That sounds that like That guy's name is Bob Schneider, and he's really smart. Bob he's Schneider. really cool. Hi, Bob. 
Hope you're still alive. You're fucking awesome. Uh, didn't he play in some band or something? I don't know, but that um, name sounds so familiar. Bob Schneider. He's a he's a huge. Um, synth, what's that guy? Synth jockey. Oh fuck! Bob, I haven't. Bob even, Moog. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. He's more modern. Um, fuck. Philip Glass. No. David Sampson. No. Carly Jokes. No. Snippy ha- Snippy Hair Trip. <laughs> Um, now you're just making shit up. I was making that shit up. Fuck, what's his name? But what's g- give me some uh, help? Give me some help here. Oh God, art austere, synthy, electronic. He's French stuff. No, but he might be German. I don't know. Oh God, damn it! I could text someone right now and get the answer. Find it. Do it. Yeah, I think I should. Well, this is gonna fucking bother me. Do it. What we'll do is we'll take a break and then I'll play one of his songs inside the podcast. Oh, How about that? Okay. I'm going to take a quick break here. I'm going to lead you out with the... Oh, I hate the way that sounds. I hate those digital effects. Uh, we're listening to Twisting the Wind here on the Fair Audio Network with the buttress. She's back. Okay, we'll be back in a second with the song. Okay, thanks for I can call his mom. Call his mom. Put on speaker. Okay, ready? Should I tell the listeners what I'm doing? Yeah. I'm about to call Dan's mom to find out the name of the electronic musician that Bob Schneider loves. Hope she doesn't say anything incriminating. Like what? Like George Bush is going to get killed. Bush did 9-11. Kill 9-11 Bush. Katrina was the inside job. Please, mom, please. Katrina was an inside job. Katrina was an inside job. Katrina was an inside job. They used the hurricane machine. How did they do this to me? I need to know his name. Just starts with a. This is so devastating. Is Soul Seek still active? Soul Seek is very active. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm on there. Look me up. Are you serious? We swap some files. How is Soul Seek still active? How could it not be? I just thought it was done. Never. Okay. Never ever. Listeners, we're talking about the granddaddy of all music sharing software. What about Napster? Napster Napster's bullshit. Napster was the first. If you want to get Coldplay, it's a great place to download their albums. Or maybe the band Travis. Travis and their hits. Soul Seek. I haven't heard that. You know what? I haven't heard that name in a long Soul time. Soul Seek has the best shit. Soul Seek has all the best shit, but I didn't think they was even active anymore. Yeah, dude. Oh, Check my it God. Out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a peer-to-peer uh, sharing FTP, some sort of format that has uh, provided me with probably as much as 40 gigs of music throughout my life. I used That's it extensively. I can't believe it's still active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited Get right now. Get on there, yeah. 
You oh. get all that rare shit you see on YouTube. Ooh, it's like, oh, I wish I had a better quality of this thing. Wow. Soul Seek. Okay. Nine times out of ten, they'll have that shit. And so you just go to soulseek.com. It might be .qt or some sh- yeah, weird shit, some, but if you just Google Dutch. it, you'll find it. Is your music on there? I don't know, actually. should make it available Never checked, huh? You should start, you should release Upload an, it. Release it's already free, album. you know? Right. I did release an album. Oh, I brought you No, one. I was about to say release an album on Soulseek. Oh, was just on Soulseek? <laughs> Defensive. That's a good idea. Yeah, you should. I was thinking about doing something like that, releasing an album, just like in the worst format ever. Yeah. Maybe like release it on um My on voicemail. <laughs> on voicemail. Yeah. Dude, you have to call me or something. Something where it's like not worth it, but maybe that would that's be a the short idea. Album though. Let me not voicemail. What's like a really low? Because everything's digital now, so you can kind of get away what with about that thing. Yeah, I could put on a Buddha machine. Yeah. Throbbing Gristle has already did it. Oh really? Fuck. Yeah. Throbbing Gristle, and they also made one that has, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sounds of a Buddha machine, which is some sort of a, it's this Japanese, I think it's Japanese, uh, it's a synth thing, it's, uh, you know about these things? No. It's really cool, they're great. They're, um, it's by Christian Verant and Zhang Jian. It's a Buddha machine. That's what it says on there. I'm just reading it. Like, Jang no. Jian. But it's this little box the size of a deck of cards, and it has a bunch of loops programmed in there. You can change the volume. When you put a little switch, it changes the loop. Did you put that loop in there? No, or I didn't. Is it do. A this, is, this is pre-programmed loop. It's pre-programmed. Oh shit! The cool thing of what we can do right now, which I'm about to do, is I'm going to hook this up. Okay. Can you put your own loop in that? Um. You can. You can now put your own loop in here. Fuck. But you probably could. You could probably make your own Buddha machine. You can make your own Buddha machine. See, we're going to put this in here. Run us through the box here. Woo! And um, I don't know how to do it right now because I don't have one of those fucking adapters. I need a goddamn little to big. Little to big. You got any eighths to quarters in your Mm-mm. bag? Mm-mm. Don't you wish they had a vending machine for eighths, eighths to quarters? Yeah. They do at art school. They do? No, they don't. Yep, they do. you fucking kidding it me. It also had fucking quarters. LEDs in there. It had little circuit boards and shit. Would you say you're suffering from withdrawal of not being in art school? No, actually, I was okay. so happy to get out of there. How long ago did you uh, did you graduate from art school? Uh, two, three years ago. Two or three years ago. Yeah. No, I loved art school. I didn't like want to get out of there, but you know, it was well, I did. But now, in retrospect, yeah, I miss it a little bit. Yeah, because it is like a world where it's sort of. I mean, I don't know because I didn't. I went to a normal college, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's a place where. Um, the real world does not exist in any format. Pretty much. It's sort of like, uh, my sister goes to art school right now in Minneapolis, and it's like a thing where... Oh, MCAD or whatever? Yeah, she goes oh, there. Oh, nice. I almost went there. It's great, but at the Seems same time, really cool. I'm, I'm also like, I feel like if you're in art school, every quarter you should have to deal with some sort of major crisis that's like a physical, like, oh, here's a boulder, a boulder's dropped in your car. You have to deal with something that's really difficult. Right. It's like, wow, this really sucks, and I can't solve this problem with art because... Doesn't that happen in normal school too, though? I guess, but I think normal school, what happens is you just, instead of getting... um, Because in art school, they foster your creative side, like you're allowed to be indulgent and be like, I want to throw... I'm gonna shit in my shoe and cover it, it and cover it in lead mm-hmm. because we have this machine that melts lead, mm-hmm. so you can like do anything. Yeah, and I feel like in normal college, it basically you can't do anything, <laughs> and you get in trouble for doing anything you want to do like that. Like I used to always get not in trouble, but I, there's a couple times where I'm like, well, how come I didn't get arrested? 
Like, oh, yeah, like throwing TV monitors out a window or (laughs) like, I don't know, just building things or stuff. No, it wasn't. It was just a just a CRT monitor, you know, uh-huh. just throwing it out the. You just wanted to throw it out the window. It's not that you were watching yeah. something that upset you. No, I wanted to be like David Letterman, you know. Oh, okay. Like old Did Letterman. Did he do that? Yeah, old Letterman. They used to throw stuff out the window a lot. Really? Like, I didn't would, know he was so punk. He was super punk. Really? People don't know that. Wow. What, did he mellow out in his old age or what? He did. The, mm-hmm. the new generation doesn't know that he... Um, was, I had no idea. I thought he was, he was just, a, no. just a white dude. He was super punk. Square white dude. I mean, it wasn't to say he wasn't punk in the traditional sense, but I would say he's punk in the real sense as of being like a subversive. He doesn't even need like, a costume. He just yeah. lives the lifestyle. But isn't that the real punk? Yes. He's being subversive. It's yes, like, I agree. Put a suit on, then you just go trash the J. Crew dressing room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like That's someone, way more punk than, you know. I guess so. Getting your nose broken by a guitar or some shit, you know? Right. That's what everybody does. It's like frat boy punk. Yeah. You ever seen that movie SLC Punk? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I kind of into that. You like that movie? I liked it, yeah. I was surprised. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Why didn't you like it? There's like this like certain brand of movie that I feel like has super flashy editing and that was okay. one of them. It's just like like every other second and like yeah. whoosh, 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 cut this way, that way, you know? And Do you, you hate like Tony all Scott? the music. Tony Scott? Yeah. No, I don't hate Tony Scott. How about his editing? Uh, well, I like a lot of stuff he does. His editing is so flashy, that's why I feel like... Yeah, but a lot of what he's doing is in-camera effects and hand-cranky and stuff. So from like a okay. filmic perspective, I find it interesting, you know? That's because you know well, that, right? Well, he's dead now. I know. Peace, Tony. Why do you think he did that? Because he's ashamed of Ridley. You think that's what it is? Because... I don't know. That was the joke when it came... When, when it happened. Ashamed of Ridley. Yeah, Ridley really fucked up. He is my biggest disappointment. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in you, really, if you're because listening he, to this. Because he did so good. So then he disappointed. Got st- he made two of the best science fiction films ever. What's the other one? Alien. Yeah, right. And then fucking just decided to make shitty Hollywood movies. I mean, Gladiator is good, but it's just it's a not Hollywood. That great. It's not art. It's entertainment. What's, you know? What's better, Videodrome or Alien? No. Oh. You know, it kind of, it might depend on what mood you're in, but yeah. right now the mood I'm in, I'm gonna say video drum. Yeah, I haven't seen that one as quite as much. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen Alien a lot. I get that. I know that world, but video drum. I think video drum may be the most um, the most fucked up movie ever made. I feel like really. I find I feel like that movie is probably the creepiest, most hard to watch movie I've ever seen. Hard to watch. Just like creeped out. Just kind of like ah. Oh. <laughs> Like that's oh I wouldn't think to do that. Yeah, it does you know? give me weird feelings. But no, who's done that since? His son, Brandon. Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah, did you see his movie? No, I don't know anything. I don't even know that. He made a movie that looks like his dad made it. Really? What's it and called? It actually was pretty good. Um, I think it was called Antiviral or Antibody. I think it was Antiviral. Some shit okay. like that. I don't know. And it, I really enjoyed it a lot actually, but it just felt like his father made it. You know, so it was like disappointing in that way well i guess he maybe got a little piece of that you got a little chip off I that old guess, b but i don't know you would think if your dad was a fucking legend and whatever he does you know you would even if you want to do the same thing you would want to make your own mark you know not just carry on what your the tradition your dad created but maybe it's like a thing Living where he, your dad's shadow. he can't help it it's like a thing where... Well, I think he can help it. Do you ever notice that? You're, do you ever find yourself be acting like your, your parent? 
Yeah. You're like, wow, I'm doing exactly what my parent would do. Yeah, totally. You're like, oh, wow, but this is But only when it comes to, like, mannerisms and shit, you know? Yeah. But my parents aren't artists, so I guess it's hard to say, you know? Yeah. A lot of people try to do this. Some do people what? just try to capitalize off the success of their parents. Like old Dirty Bastard's son. He did? Young Dirty Bastard. You know, it's really yeah. sad. Lil Wayne's daughter. What? Is she a rapper, too? Yeah. Is she good? No. Oh. It's really, but maybe she would be good, you know. Maybe she's uh-huh. getting there, but it's one she of those things born where into the spotlight. you get thrust into that too early, and it's like, oh, that that cheese is not ready yet. Mm-hmm. No time to it mature. may not be ever ready because you took it out of the cave too soon. That's not great. That's where they make cheese. Uh, typically, the best the best cheese, in my opinion, is made in caves. Really? You mix that shit up, put it in a cave, let it age for a good year. Do you like um, cheese? Like. Um, like... You bu- you're making a spreading action? Yes, yeah, spread. You you're spread about- it on the walls? No, <laughs> I don't think you spread it on the walls. No? That would be pretty cool, though. Right? That's how they made cheese. It's like like one of those those guys in the IRA, you know, the uh, how they would spread their shit on the walls of their cells. No, I didn't know that. Those Why'd guys- they do that? As protest. Oh, really? For being in prison. Damn, yeah. but I feel like they just were making it harder on themselves, huh? They were, but at the same time, it was... Uh, it's like the classic thing of uh, you hurt someone else, but you hurt yourself, but you're also hurting someone else. It's like yeah. a, it's like a suicide bomb in a way. Yeah, this guy Bobby Sands, he's this IRA member, and he used to, he it was called the H Block, in the prison, and they would all spread their shit all over the <laughs> walls themselves. I guess if you all did it, yeah, that yeah. could be really effective. But I don't Everybody think that's... Everybody would a, smell it. It would smell terrible. They show these videos of these guys wearing full haz suits, going oh in there, like, scrubbing God. the walls and writing stuff in shit. <laughs> I remember thinking that was young like as a kid. Man. It was really cool. I was, like, really into that for some reason. It's a good image. Yeah. I like Those guys it. were terrorists. They were fucking terrorists. Yeah. I don't yeah. know much about them. Oh, well, they just... They used to bomb a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, like, the original terrorists. They're like, pre... Pre... Uh, What's the, uh, the, the, they're all up on Twitter. Have you seen them on Twitter? I have a little bit. I tried to engage them. Have you ever engaged them? Terrorists love Twitter. No, I don't want to talk to them. You don't? No, I'm scared. They're going to fucking, they're going to fucking blow me up. But do this. (laughs) Why you say (laughs) woman rap? No. How dare woman rap? No. (laughs) Whatever. Your your place. (laughs) Your place. No. Your place. No, do not. I could take How them. Fuck it. I will tweet them. You know what? I'm getting all riled up. That should be your ex Tweet album. me. Buttress tweets ISIS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I wonder if that guy answered me. Well, look at your phone. You put it over there. Hmm. It's Stockhausen. Stockhausen. You're German, right? Yeah. yeah or Stock- Austrian. I don't know. Stockhausen. One of those. I've heard of Stockhausen. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize they were that involved. I thought they were like early industrial, right? No. no. Stockhausen oh, that's is old all- shit. God, I've never listened to Stockhausen. You haven't? I don't think I have. Wow. And you're into all these other electronic I know. It's weird. I'm shocked. Five years you of college like radio didn't work out as well as it should have. Yeah. It's okay. It's Learned okay. too much about Merge Records and Super chunk i don't even know what that is exactly <laughs> shit that's indie so. shit it's indie core i'm not with it you're not into indie core i'm not on that level and it's you're not super into emo bands no <laughs> i think this is a good one this is the one i want to keep for a while oh this, oh, this makes me feel like ah, venice <laughs> beach 
We're downtown upstairs all around getting back into it, and we're going to ask a question about what do you want to rent when you go on to Blockbuster here in Rockford, Illinois? <gasps> well, I heard that new one was out. What's the new one? Um, Does it have Dave in it? Dave, uh, yeah. Dave Garrison, the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah, I'm, I heard him. I read his IMDb. Are you hearing these relics in here, these little sound relics? Relics? Yeah. What makes it a relic? A relic, it's like a little, like... Relic. Is that the same as an artifact? Yeah, it is the same as an artifact. Okay. Audio I artifact. like relic better. Yeah. Relic's got more imagery. I think I meant to say artifact. I, but I like relic, relic yeah. better. I'm thinking like Indiana Jones with a gold head or some shit. You better turn down the presence on that knob. You got too many <laughs> audio relics in You're there. You're too present. These can you be a little more in the past? I can we get more past in here? There's too many relics. There are too many relics <laughs> grabbing around. Yeah, you got audio relics in the house, and they're just like, grabbing at your shit, trying to take you into their into their dimension. That happens all the time. What do you think about ghosts? I think that it's just us thinking there's something there. Yeah, no, um, I think that like like I think I've seen a ghost, and the ghost was just me. What do you mean it was just you? Like, you know, what we were talking about earlier. So there's like, like a million, there's infinite Bethany's, right? So, or maybe. Or so, the idea that time is is not linear. I guess. The time is sort of like, you saw, you saw a piece of, so you mean you saw, when you say you saw a ghost, you saw a piece of you. Yeah, I feel like my alternate you, Bethany's are walking around where I live. You can know? you tell me this story from, from start to finish? This isn't a story. Well, I just, just tell me feel about... like all the time I see, like, Ghosts? you know, I feel like someone's walking around in my room and shit. And I'm pretty really? sure it's just me pacing in an alternate dimension. Or like there's always like uh, animal ghosts. I always feel like little things are scurrying past my feet and stuff. Ooh. I feel like it's just like a little dog ghost or a something. A little ghost dog. That's yeah. Visiting. Yeah. But I don't think they're like souls of the departed. Right. I think it's just like a million dimensions happening, infinite dimensions, and, you know, maybe they're just popping through. This is a good time to segue into a conversation I call psychedelics. I'm ready. What was your uh, first experience? What was your introduction to psychedelics? My first experience was in Chicago. I ate uh, a mushroom chocolate. I don't know how much it was. And then I went to the Lincoln Park Zoo. What was your age? I was um, probably 19 or 19, something. Okay, that's a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, I, I might have been older, actually. No, you know what? I think I was. Uh -huh. I was probably like 21. Okay. I lied. I'm sorry. That's kind of old, actually. I feel yeah. Because like. mm -hmm. your brain's starting to cement at that point. Yeah. It's starting to be like, oh, no, we can't go there. Yeah. Uh -uh. Oh, no. Don't go there, babe. Look, oh, don't park that way. Uh-uh. Oh, I shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that Chicago dog. It's got celery salt, and we know about what mom says about the thyroid. Um, so you were tw 21 or something. You went to Lincoln Park Zoo, mm -hmm. and you ate a mushroom chocolate. Was it something mm -hmm. home? Was it a homemade thing someone made? Uh, no, he purchased it. Where can you purchase that? I don't know. Where, Amsterdam? No, you I can't purchase that shit it domestically. It was like shrooms encased in chocolate. Right. But so the dealer must have just, you know. Oh, a dealer. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Got someone it. was just, you know. Got it. I yeah. didn't know dealers were that enterprising these uh, days. Excuse me. Because I used to make that shit. We made some chocolates. We'd make Yeah? Our, How'd you yeah. do it? Well, we diced. This is in, this is a couple years ago. My friend went to Lamont School of Music in Denver. I was okay. visiting him. 
And uh, I, we got a bunch of mushrooms. I chopped them up real fine, and not to powder, but as fine as it could be. I took, I got a big bar of Giardelli baking chocolate. Nice. And I did it, made a double boiler, and I melted it down, and I poured it into a greased-up ice cube tray. Oh, after well, after the, I heated the chocolate up in the double boiler, not boiling it, just you know, because uh-huh. you have it over the water, so it can't get too hot. Mm-hmm. Threw in the mushroom, chopped up mushroom stuff, mixed it up, then poured it into. These ice cube trays put in the freezer, and next thing we were they strong. They were well, they were great because they were dosed, so you could have like two chocolates up or four chocolates. So wow. it's great, and also it helps with the nausea. I feel like because the chocolate has a, a nice effect on the stomach. Right, I think it's and, all digesting together. Yeah, it's got vitamin the, C in it. So yeah, you know, yeah. visuals. <laughs> that was such a funny thing in high school. Like, yeah, you gotta eat a grapefruit if you do acid, man, for the visuals. You never heard about that? I've heard this with mushrooms, like drinking with lemon juice or some yeah, shit. Apparently the, the citric acid helps right. break it down or makes it stronger. I, I get like visuals that. no matter what, so shit. Yeah. I get crazy visuals. Okay, it's good you know a lot of people don't get them, though? I just say they didn't take enough of what they're taking. I don't think so, though, because I've, I've gotten visuals off really small doses. Hmm. You know, even if I'm not tripping inside it, we'll get the visuals. But I have friends who I trip with all the time, and they don't really get visuals. I feel like it's, uh, I don't know, then. I, mean, I think maybe it's something, uh, maybe you're not looking, or you're not like, uh, I don't know. I don't think you can, like, not, you know, I just not always, look. I'm like, oh, that, no, that's, that thing's breathing. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you get the lights? Like, they're huge. I get the, uh, I get a lot of the, the lace, lace work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the vision where it's basically like, I feel like my, um, here's your cornea. It's the cornea is like, oh, it's, it's taken on some sort of structure, like a lattice work in front of my eyes. That, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, started meditating a few years ago, and I feel like that's that's so psych- that's a lot of psychedelic. Um, you get a lot of psychedelic. What do you, what do you, I want to say it quenches the, my psychedelic thirst, and it's like really easy to do, and it can do it, Is it? every day. I so. tried it once, and I felt like I was tripping, and it freaked me out, and it stopped. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, so it freaked scared me. That's really good, though, in a way. I was scared. I haven't oh. gone back to meditating. Should I go back? Yeah. To meditate? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think everyone should meditate. It was scary, though. How do I overcome my fear? Well, um, uh, and the, the way I do it and the method that I have been taught and the way I, uh, what I was told is that you think about it like dreaming. Like if you're, if you're dreaming, that is your brain encapsulating, uh, stress or negative energy or thoughts in something safe. It's like, I don't know how to describe, the best way to describe it is, um, like when your body, when your white blood cells in your body, they when they find something bad, they wrap it in this. That's what pus is. So they're, really? they're they're wrapping it in this. Uh, they're they're killing it and coating it and cutting con- it off and convey. They're taking it out. And so the dreams are basically the same sort of thing. It's like you have this infection of stress and negativity when you're dreaming. Uh, it's your body processing. It's like a computer defragmenting. It's just, it's processing those pieces and con- letting them out. And in order for them to, to go out, they have to go out in a way and them, the, them exiting, that's the stress. That's the stress leaving. Mm-hmm. Same way when you throw up, it's an unpleasant experience, but you feel better afterwards because you have this poison out of you. Right. So, I guess you can, that's what I liken it to is that, 
And if you have an unpleasant experience in dreaming or meditation, it's like, oh, it's okay. We're in a safe part. I'm on a moving train that's passing by this thing. And that's what you have to, I think that's the best way to look at it is just it, realize it's thing, a thing that you're, um, yeah, you're not, you're not, it's not, you're not beholden to it. It's not capturing you. You have it and you're, you're removing it. I got to try it again. But you don't, don't you have that experience when you take, when you take a, a lot, like a high dose of a psychedelic? Mm-hmm. Don't I ever have any experience like that? Or it's I like- have gotten afraid, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know that, I mean, it's easier to tell myself, well, you just ate a bunch of drugs. Right. You know? But when I was meditating, it really freaked me out because it was like, well, this is You're just sober. in my brain. Like, I don't want to go here. This is scary. Yeah. You know, I was like, what do I get? Will I get stuck in here? I started uh-huh. to feel that, you know, when you're tripping and it feels like time is just not real. Right. And everything has this sort of like melancholy. I feel like I was just feeling that and it hmm. scared me. I thought I was going to get stuck in whatever dimension I was tapping into or something. Well, if you did get stuck, that would be pretty amazing. I don't want to get stuck. You'd be the first person. Or maybe <laughs> you would, would cross over. Out? Well, maybe they would. Maybe it's not you getting out. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe there are people on our side who are like, Queez, oh, we need her to shit. meditate again so we can pull her over to this place that's better or something like that. True. You know, it could be. Yeah, and that will just be an empty shell in lotus position. That or you'll just vaporize, or maybe that's what a spontaneous human combustion is. Oh shit, that's how it happens. You crossed over. Congratulations, Frank. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, God. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Aunt Sally. You're all great. Do you really have an Aunt Sally? Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe I me neither. No thanks. Seem Seems like no thanks. Right? I'd Everyone first... on it looks like they're not having fun. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't keep... like, yeah, try this. Like, so I can sit in the corner and look weird like you. <laughs> no, thank you. Have you ever seen Drugs, Inc.? No. Oh, it's that show on TV. Well, they... What channel is it on? I think it's on National Geographic. Okay. And there's one with that, with ketamine, and it's really funny because the guy is like, just so blasted. And he, he has this little laugh where he's like, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna just inject it. What is the show? Like people doing the drugs or is it like about the sale of it or something? Basically just porn for watching people who are hopeless addicts. Like, yeah, I'm a heroin addict and I also shoot coke and I'm a prostitute and uh makes me sad. Yeah, it's sad, but it's um also compelling. Yeah. Compelling content mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. are not willing to look away from because if you do, you're going to miss something out. Right. But I want to go back to the um your 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 initial psychedelic experience. Cause, okay. Because you're an advocate, right? Yes, definitely. How long have you been an advocate? Mm, shit. Probably after I did my five gram trip, so, which I was like, oh, wow. you did five grammar. Yeah, wow. I did the of heroic dose Cubensis? of penis envy. You did. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, penis envy is Terrence McKenna. Uh, famed and uh, famed ethnobotanist, and what else would you call him? Uh, I don't a know. Drug writer, uh, yeah. psychedelic writer. I think he's primarily an ethnobotanist, mm-hmm. which is one of the best words ever invented because it basically means <laughs> you're into into drug experiences and 
plants. And, yeah, plants. Uh, mycologist. He, mycologist. Yeah, well, he wasn't a mycologist, though, was he? But he did grow his own shit, didn't he? I yeah. don't know too much I mean, about have, him, to be honest, but I know that he said right. five grams was a heroic dose. Right. And he made this strain, which is actually a mutant strain called Penis Envy. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't have spores. Right. So it's hard to propagate. Mm-hmm. But he said five grams is a heroic dose, meaning, listeners, that you are a hero to do this You're because never it's coming back. It's like a poison. So, you did, so how many times had you experimented with psychedelics before you did this heroic dose of penis envy? I had only probably tripped about like four times. Four times in my life, and those were all with psilocybin. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so uh, once with acid. Acid. I've only done acid once in my life. Me too. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Me neither. I felt so uncomfortable. I felt very felt like, like a poorly oiled machine. I felt like I was buzzing. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like a robot, right? Ooh. It was all like That's just one thing that it was a yeah. bad it was I would try terrible. it again. I mean I, I was hungover and not operating on much sleep. So hungover. I feel like if you were in a better if you felt better physically and yeah. the weather is good, you know. Yeah. It was fucking hot and I felt like shit anyway, so. This sounds like, like even if you weren't tripping, it would be bad. Exactly. <laughs> hot in Chicago, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. it's, when it's hot there, it's shitty because it's hot as fuck. Oh, really fucking hot, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so the heroic dose. Yeah. So you did this heroic dose. Uh, what was the setting? I was on a couch in a living room. Okay. With my good friend. Right. Whose name will go unmentioned. But he's kind of like a mentor to me for okay. psychedelics. So he told me that I should do this. And yeah, we were in a room. There was music playing. There was a dog barking quietly. Quietly. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dog. Like I feel like you were there. Yeah, I was there. So that so that's how it started, huh? Mm-hmm. But obviously it went from there to Did you and contact any sort of uh did you contact any entities? Because I've heard that's what happens. I've had friends who've contacted entities. Not that time. But okay. once. But no. But so 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 uh, this lasted probably five hours or so. Yeah, about uh, five hours of intensity. Four hours. Four hours of intensity. So intense. So what was the what was the intense part of it? Like what was so and, intense about it? I mean, the visuals were next level. Okay. Like you. Okay. Like I was really seeing shit, you know. And I have seen shit on mushrooms too. Like especially in low light, your brain, you know, because you're seeing stuff because your brain is filling in all the cracks right. or whatever. So like in low lighting, people's faces always look like apocalypto or some shit because I see all these lines form, you yeah. know. So like that, but times a million. Like I like uh, there was a table and it had sort of rounded edges, and I saw a green mesh grid all around the whole thing, right. like. You you know, if you're like building an object in like some, you know, 3D program. Right. Like, and everything's just green mesh. That's what it looked like, you know, shit like that. So, what did, uh, did you, do you feel in any sense there was sort of like, a, like any kind of contact made or? No, no. A lot of people talk about that, about that at heroic dose levels, it's this thing where, I don't know if McKenna talked about this, but people have talked about it, about the idea that. That uh, the mushroom essentially, it uh, it's it's gonna contact you, 
and it's going to take the form of something that is that doesn't doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll manifest itself in something where, I mean, uh, I always think about this. You've seen that episode of Star Trek, where you ever watched Star Trek? Mm-mm. It's a great show. I know. I've well, heard. I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't. Listener, Star Trek is a show about people exploring space. Uh, the Next Generation <laughs> is the best one with Captain Jean-Luc Picard as played by, uh, you know, I can't think of his name right now. He's a very eloquent British man with bald. He's bald. Patrick oh, Stewart. Patrick yes. Stewart. There's an episode. I remember the commercials. So they find this space relic. <clears throat> Ooh. A relic. Harkening <laughs> back to your previously used vote word. We so found it. They find this relic floating in space. And it, uh, all of a sudden, they don't know what it is, right? They encounter it. It's this big, like, triangular sort of thing. They don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, Picard is, like, taken over he goes into like this instant coma sort of thing and they the doctor crusher she checks him out and he's he's like basically he's been like um psychically bonded to this thing and they're saying how it's like a knife in him and how if you get stabbed with a knife sometimes you're not the best thing is not to pull it out you have to let it run its course or something right right? you're supposed to leave it in so what happens is he's psychically psychically bonded to this thing and everyone on the ship it's the stuff's happening in real time and they don't know what to do they're stressed out but he's not dying his vital signs are fine everything's okay but then they cut to Picard's mind and he is basically experiencing an entire lifetime in this civilization that is now extinguished They're, they're dead they're gone so they made this sort of psychic relic that floats in space whenever it encounters someone, it to their brain and it downloads a story. Like he was probably under for, I don't know, 24 hours maybe, Mm -hmm. but he experienced in his head an entire lifetime of living in their culture. Wow. And he comes out and he's like, Oh, what the fuck? And I think about, that's why I think about in some sense that maybe that's what psychedelics are is there these, there's this weird sort of like a, like a computer, but it's not a computer. It's this, it's a biological computer that you take enough of it, you get, um, you basically get told this story. Mm-hmm. You experience this life, the life, you experience the life form of something else. And the only way to do it is through this. It's basically, you're has taking. Has that happened to you? It hasn't, no. But I mean, I know people talk about that more with peyote. Peyote. It happened to me once on mushrooms. Well, you felt like the. Uh, I inc- passed out. You this did. is a crazy story. Okay, on New so Year's he- Eve. Here's what I want. Yeah. Is this story. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you. Got it. Got it. On New Year's Eve, I was tripping mushrooms in New York City. I went to the Chelsea Walk or whatever the fuck that's called when you like walk for a few miles or whatever. And I tripped mushrooms. I. Heroic? No, no, no. Okay. It was like two grand. No, it was like two and a half grams. And Sizable. Then, mm-hmm. So yeah. I was coming down from them, whatever. We we're all going to go to a bar because it was like New Year's or some shit. So we go to the bar and the visuals are leaving me. So I'm like, let me eat some more mushrooms. So I did, even though you can't really trip consecutively. I yeah. figured I would try anyway. But I like wasn't that. really like tripping. But then right. I ate a bunch more mushrooms. Not that many. Small handful. Maybe a gram and a half. I don't remember. And I was drinking a little, smoked a little weed, but I'm sitting at this bar, like feeling very tired. You know, when you, um, 
I felt like I was starting to fall asleep. I felt really tired a lot of times on it. Yeah. I felt like heavy. It was just like waves of tiredness. I was getting that. And I'm sitting there. And actually, it was really weird. This magician came up to me from off the street. And he was showing me this trick Uh when with that involved a ring. And he was doing it in low light by like a candle on the bar. And he's trying to do this trick. And he fucked it up somehow because I saw this stream of blood come from under the ring. Like he was trying to pull it off. I forgot what the trick was, but it was freaking me he out cut you no he cut himself he oh was trying to God. do this trick that involved a ring i think it was switching fingers or something right. but it was like stuck and i saw a trickle of blood this is like the last thing i remember anyway i'm sitting here watching this like appalled and then all of a sudden the world just disappears and my hands are like glowing white hot like i bring them up into my vision and they're white and i feel like i'm g- g- moving at like warp speed or some so shit so you are you in sort of like a static field at this yeah, point yeah i never like lost consciousness i was in the real world and all of a sudden like I was not in the real world and my hands were glowing white hot and I was going like a million miles per hour. And then these beings show up that were just kind of white and formless. And I guess they would kind of look like the traditional gray or something, but a little more Ooh. white, you know, and they're showing me like the world is, you know, when you see all those time lapses of like, I mean, I feel like they ma- they've made fake ones of like pyramids being built and coming yeah. down and building up this stuff. You know, I was basically just seeing the whole world become like constructed and then like pyramids falling like it was going into like and you're sitting at a baroque bar. architecture and shit yeah well i mean i didn't feel like i was but i had the like consciousness to be like this is not real like where i don't know where i'm supposed to be right now but this is like not where i was a minute ago and i was right. kind of freaking out and trying to pull myself out of it and my hands were just getting like whiter and whiter and it was crazy and then all of a sudden i woke up on the floor of the fucking bar and how long were you up like, for Apparently, like, two, three minutes. Okay. So, they're, like, shaking you and stuff? Yeah, I was getting dragged down. <laughs> People were, like, trying to pick me up to bring me out. So, what happened I was when like, you guys, out? I just, like, had Visit. this amazing experience. Like, you had a visitation. Yeah, I was like, I was just reborn. Like, when I came out of this, I was ecstatic. Wow. And telling everybody about what I saw, you know? Because it felt so real. It never felt like there was a lapse in consciousness, you know? Yeah. I think in retrospect, maybe, like, I was tripping, and I definitely felt, like, a wave of, like, you know, tired, and mm-hmm. maybe somehow, like, DMT got released or some shit. I don't know the mechanisms of sleep necessarily, but... It was like, I distinctly felt really tired, but I didn't like, you know, fall asleep. I mean, maybe I fell asleep, but I don't know. It didn't feel like I ever lost consciousness. Right. I was sitting there and then all of a sudden I was not there anymore. I was with these beings and so, there was mushrooms in my system, a good amount. So I attributed to that. Well, the cops the like, mushrooms. she's got mushrooms in her system. <laughs> there were no cop shit. I mean, and if there were, they're she's got not a, worried about me. They probably just thought I was drunk. Roger, something. she's got mushrooms in her system. Mm-hmm. We're going to take her down and uh, definitely uh, give her the full degree because this is super illegal. <laughs> they're uh, going to lock me up in a room and start playing Stockhausen. Uh, Roger, we're going to lock her up and uh, put on some <laughs> pop music to blast her out of this funk. Uh, she's doing a super illegal drug. Uh, <laughs> Lots of mushrooms here. Hi, an officer. Yeah, we've got a mushroom case here. Uh, it's a young lady who's uh, got a bunch of illegal I'm sorry. mushrooms. I'm she's sorry. Uh, she's clearly out of it, and she's going to be in a destructive, violent path here. Uh, we should probably uh, lock her up and beat her up and no. do bad things to her. Uh, some, we're just going to have to really uh, take this one down because we got a legal mushroom hound on her. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
So is, is that something where now it's like pre and post for you? Like that's a that's an experience that's a a, a marking, like a mark? Yeah, definitely, definitely a landmark. So now you're sober. I'm sober right now. <laughs> so, now so now you're sober. Uh, At this moment, uh, right. pretty much. So after that, so what What do you feel like changed after having that experience? Anything in your life that was sort well, of... Well, the alien one or whatever the fuck they were. It made me, you know, I was researching a lot, reading mm-hmm. on fucking, you know, forums and shit. But that shit gets so hippy-dippy. It does. And I don't Trip really believe... Are, yeah. Reports can be... Um, hippy-dippy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Swim. Not, I'm not like that. So, you know, I feel like, I mean, I wish science like would tackle psychedelics and consciousness and it's, it's beginning to, to yeah. but it's depressing seeing the beginnings of this thing that I feel like is going to totally revolutionize the way we think about the world and we probably won't ever get to see it. You know, you don't think so? Why not? Because science is such, it's on such like a slow trajectory, you know, it's like for what mm. you you have one person that has this amazing idea and he's got to get everyone else on board. There's so much money involved, you know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of this shit, especially it's like people, a lot of scientists just scoff at anything involving psychedelics. Yeah. And you know, but I mean, psychedelics don't even necessarily have to be involved to like understand consciousness better. And as soon as we do that, I'm sure we'll understand like what's happening to us while we're tripping better and stuff. Deprivation tank. Oh man, that seems scary. Really? Have you been in one? I haven't. Seems scary. My friend Duncan has one, and uh, I'm he gonna, has one. He has one at home, a small one at home. Yeah. Wow. And I'm gonna he I'm gonna use it at some point. I just keep you know putting it off. But to me, that the the um from what I've talked about with him about it, it sounds basically like it's just a meditation chamber. Like the things he's talked about with me that he's experienced. I'm like, oh, that's the same thing I've experienced meditating. Uh, so I think it's just something where it's like it's conducive to putting you into that um Clearing transcendental state mm-hmm. where you tra- where you, you you drop in to the mm-hmm. like the the sub level where it's very quiet but it's also oh I can see everything up there but I'm in this I'm in the zone right now where I'm like oh wow you can travel and do whatever you want yeah yeah build cities Break build them cities down. build cities with your mind <laughs> build a mind a mind castle mm-hmm that sounds fun, yeah. I get, I don't know, I get, I, when I get two in my head, I get really scared. It's not good. Mm-mm. But maybe it's good though. I don't know. I think it's, it's tough because you it can't. It is you good, can't, I think. Yeah, but it's I hard to talk about I think that's why I take too. psychedelics too, you know? When I started tripping, I hated it. Same with weed. Like, I'm actually like a pretty like, you know, anxious person. And tripping, definitely, I had some bad trips. I mean, never like, oh my God, call the cops, but like, yeah. please stop this like i don't want to be here anymore you know but, but then when i come from. out of it exactly yeah a lot of people have the uh, very exact opposite feeling that you do it's like oh that was bad i'll never do it again yeah. like oh actually that was bad but you the bad yeah, thing is I what feel like i learned something yeah you know that someone, i'm a loser and i can't handle drugs no i just kidding somebody who says like if you're scared to do it then you should like oh if, if you're scared to do mushrooms it's time to do mushrooms exactly. again exactly yeah i feel that way as well definitely yeah i haven't I'm, I'm scared i guess i'm not scared i don't know I'm not so much not scared i'm just not that interested in it right now i guess mm-hmm. but uh you know whatever man yeah it'll happen when it happens peace dog yeah peace dog welcome to the hot zone yeah is this gonna sound good as how's this one sound How's this digital effect sound? Do you want 
Hey, what's up? This is Digital Jason coming at you with a full patch. Coming at you with a full patch. I got a full soul patch. It's a gigantic soul patch. Hey, it's Digital J- Hey, it's Digital Jason again. I got a full soul patch for you. Hey, it's Digital Jason. I'm with the buttress. Do you want anything you want, anything you want to promote? Promote? Yeah, promote something. Promote something? Promote your YouTube. Oh, uh, YouTube, The Buttress. YouTube, is it just <laughs> YouTube.com slash The Buttress? No, it's slash YI3Jane. What does that mean? It's a reference to Neuromancer by oh, William Gibson. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Wee, wee, wee. Woo! Neuromancer. Buy it. Buy it at your local store on the internet. Do you like pattern recognition? Do I like it? Yeah. I mean, I think... I, yeah. Do you fancy yourself like to be like Case or no? Case? What's main, that? Isn't that the main character's name? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, Pattern Recognition? Is that another book you're talking about? Yeah, so oh, that, I thought you were talking about The Thing. I'm so like, yeah, no. I think like I use it probably. I'm probably using it right now. Yeah. What pattern are you recognizing right now? <laughs> I mean, I write everything, right? I mean, isn't that the only way we can tell that objects are like in space? You're using pattern recognition, kind of. Right, using because your brain That's knows the That's why babies the shape. think everything is flat. They do? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that you're not the wall. Oh. They think you're. it's all the same thing. When did they start figuring that out? I have no idea. How'd you know probably that? Probably pretty soon. I don't know. I read a lot of critical theory in art school. It probably isn't even true. Do you have a baby? But a lot of it... No, I don't have a baby. <laughs> I asked my baby. This is your coming out. This is your announcement. I have a I baby. I actually have a baby on the way, but um, in the oven. So you're not recognizing any patterns currently? Mm-mm. I mean, probably that I not don't that you're know hyper about. aware of. Yeah, no. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, you're talking about um, that's a reference to Neuromancer, right? Yeah, which, which I haven't read in forever. William Gibson book yeah. that they based the Matrix off of. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's the Matrix. That's the simulation. That's what that is. But that's a very like, that's a very, very concrete mean. example of what the simulation is. Yeah. Like, very like, hey dude, this is what the simulation is. Like, dude, what if we're all asleep right now, being fuel for, for robots? Can yeah. you imagine robots were that shitty that they needed us for fuel? Yeah, come on. No way. Why man. would they need that. us? They need humans for fuel. Unless they need our consciousness oh, juice. What a, what a bunch of work that would be to keep us alive. <laughs> yeah, and for those real. Tubes. So it's why. I three Jane J A N E J A N E Y Y. I don't remember what that being in the book what was. Three it? Jane was like the oh, name yeah. of the the Y I actually come from. It's like a, a that came from like an Aphex Twin song. It was like Y okay. I six something. So it's like Aphex Twin Neuromancer. Thing. Got it. I don't know. I made it in high school. I was into both those things a lot. So so that's something that people can tune into and watch your. Music videos. Yep. And you can hear the music at the same time as the video. Yeah. It's this great new art form. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's called Combo Vision. Yeah, I started it. So what's uh so what's on the what's on deck? What's on deck? Are you gonna be touring or anything or what? I mean, um, you do you no, perform trying, live, right? I do. Right. I'm trying to do some more shows coming up in the northeast. I have a show of right. September twelfth in Manchester, Connecticut. The details haven't been posted yet, but you can go on my Facebook and I'll post them soon because the show's happening soon. And you live in Jersey. Yeah, I do. What's in Jersey? Is that where you're from? Um yeah, it is. 
Jersey. Yeah. Which city in Jersey? Uh, well, right now, well, I always lie. I say a few towns over. I live in Lodi. Jersey. Have you seen The Sopranos? No, I I have seen some of it, but okay. Have you seen any with the strip club? Bada bing, they're there all the time. It's in Lodi. I live right by that. Yeah, I live by the strip club. You you walk around there, you'll find me eventually. There's a city in uh, in uh, California called Lodi. Mm. Creedence, you know, like Creedence. I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh Lord, stuck (laughs) in Lodi again. Just about a town to do do, sucking back and there to do. Yeah. Fucking my fame and fortune. Wishing for a pond. That's, that's, that's how it goes. I can keep going. It's not ringing a bell. No. I don't go. Someone bad. I'm bringing out words. Aren't they from like a bayou? Hold on. A segment. I think they're from California. Really? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. like swamp boys. Maybe he's from Louisiana. Huh. This is what I, I like, thought. This is my favorite part about podcasting mm-hmm. is speculating about things and also making declarative statements that are I know to be probably false. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then to have someone be like, that's not right. <laughs> but the thing is, no one ever emails me. I always want people to email me like pissed off. Like, this actually the truth is this. Do they leave comments? They can, yeah. Uh, but most of the time, I think I've uh, been successful in creating a, an atmosphere of positivity to basically tell it. people that like you can say something negative and I'd love to read it but also it's like you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because I don't give a shit right I love reading negative things because I'm like oh wow I can't wait to greet you positively just to fuck with you yeah yeah I had some there's some heckler guy uh, had a uh, I did some show in um Vegas with Neil Hamburger like a few months ago but a while ago right mm-hmm. and there was some heckler dude and I, I didn't really even hear him right I didn't hear him at all because he was way in the back and I just you know you hear so much noise going on I'm not going to pay attention to him right but then um, I go after my set my friend's performing and I'm in the back there and I, this guy's heckling my friend and I'm like saying oh. what just being just saying That's dumb not shit funny. I don't even remember exactly but just saying dumb shit right like just being being a, being a drunk oh, just being a fucking is. drunk so I got him kicked out mm-hmm because he needed to be kicked out because he wasn't behaving. Clearly. And then I get this like text, I get this Twitter message like a few days later like, hey man, thanks for kicking me on the fucking Neil Hamburger show, asshole. <laughs> I was just, so I wasn't doing anything. I'm like, uh, yes you, I was like, hey, how's it going? I think I followed him on Twitter and I was like, uh, I direct messaged him saying, hey man, um, I'm sorry, but you just can't talk on a show like that. Like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's going on in your life? Are you okay? He's <laughs> like, and he started to be like, well, yeah, you'd have to kick me out. I was like, well, I didn't actually because you're being really disruptive and that's just not, that's not how, I don't, I guess you haven't been to a comedy show before, but that's not, it's not what you do. It doesn't right. help. No one of likes course. it. And He's he, in denial, it <laughs> exactly. sounds like. He, he felt shame. And then he said, um, yeah, I guess I was actually, I was pretty drunk and I was out of hand See, and stuff. he knows. He knows. He was, was in like, denial and you brought him around. You did him a great service. I did. And then I unfollowed and blocked. <laughs> it's like, Bitch! My work here is done. My work yeah. here is done. Shit. Yeah, and he doesn't care about me. He just wants to talk about basketball. You never and stuff, know. He so. might show up at another show and start heckling. Why you, why you kick me out of that last show? He might. I would love that. I would bring him I mean, up. He We'd went have, to have a talk. tweet you. How did he even... He found out who you were? Well, I, oh, okay. yeah. Because you played already. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's... It's a public thing. That's, right. You kind of perform on your name. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like... No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. forgot that. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot you <laughs> said he, you performed first. How did he find out? I'm just... I don't have I a lot it. of common sense. You don't? 
No. Oh, you, should, you should definitely get some more common sense. I know. It's super important to have that stuff. I don't have any. Uh, Next to none. Next to none. Next to no common sense. Next to none. Got good for nothing sense. Are you a fan of uh, flange or phaser? What speed do you prefer? Um, I like the phaser. I like to go in between the different headphones. That's so funny. I prefer the flange. That's do funny. Do you? Yeah. He likes flange. He <laughs> likes the phaser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Who's been using the phaser again? <laughs> I said flange. I said flange only. <laughs> God laugh damn it. Track. <laughs> and the laugh track has been phased. God damn it, who's fucking phasing the laugh track? Is this is this stereo? I want tape flange only, no stereo phasing. Uh, it would be nice to have a big tape flange in here. We could just like touch and hear that fucking get that. So what if you have two records playing simultaneously, right? And they go out of phase, that's phasing, right? I guess I don't I truly don't understand the difference between phaser and flanger. Well, phasing, it's like you're playing the exact same. It's and the they exact go out of, same. They go out signal. of phase. Yeah. But mm-hmm. flange has to do with tapes, right? With old tape, like I don't tape know. flange. I think it has to do with manipulating the tape. Okay. Something like you touch that. Get tape. it all warbly. Warbly, yeah. Honestly, I don't know though. And hopefully, we get some emails. Uh, email twistingthewind at gmail.com. <laughs> please rate and review the podcast. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. What else should they do? Tell us what a flanger does. Tell us what a flanger does. Uh, Twistingthewind at gmail.com. The Buttress website is... Thebuttress.com is launching soon. Thebuttress.com is launching soon. You have a band camp and you can buy all your albums. I do have a band camp. I'm trying to switch it all over. I love Bandcamp, but I'm trying to switch it to my website because Bandcamp actually does take a large percentage. But they are a great service. So not large, but large when you're broke like me. What about iTunes? iTunes, it's on there. Okay. But the best way right now is the Bandcamp. That's but the best But once the you. website is up within like two weeks, that'll be the best way. But it will stay up on Bandcamp for free download. But for purchasing hard copies, go to the website. What else? Mm, I don't know. Oh, people should uh, go to the Am- go to the Feral Audio website page and go to Twisting the Wind and, and uh, purchase some items through our Amazon. I hate this fucking shitty digital phasing. It sounds, yeah, okay, sounds like, like, sounds like you're going to fucking like, and I'm cleaning the bathroom. Sounds <laughs> like I'm fucking cleaning the bathroom. It's like the, why the toilet's flushing or something, you know? <laughs> like you're Just, in the toilet yeah. water and this is Duh. what it sounds like. Goddamn kids <laughs> made the toilet so fucking dirty. Goddamn it. <laughs> Goddamn, I got to scrub this fucking toilet. These kids are shitting everywhere. Eating that fucking cantaloupe thing. You see the kids allergic to cantaloupe. Shit in a really spraying the shit everywhere. Yeah, it does sound like you're a goldfish stuck in a toilet bowl. And now it's like, oh man, the child did... Dr- the kid did drugs, and then he had an experience that was unpleasant in the library. What kind of drugs did he do? Librarian, where are the books? I'm tripping at school. Oh, oh, uh, oh no, there's bugs. I can't get them out. There's bugs. I can't get them I can't, get the, I can't get the box out. I can't get the box. Cut it out. Take the knife and cut it out. Cut it out. Take the knife and cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. I wish I was Mike Patton. Do you? <laughs> that would be cool. Oh. You could do some. Is he still indi- doing stuff? I think he's doing stuff. Yeah. He's probably always going to do stuff. Indigenous chants of sort. Yeah. Yeah. You ever, you ever heard that album by Mr. Bungle, California? No. It's great. There's one part where they had this chant. It's like, oh, oh. You have to, you have to hear it. I'll I drop it in it. here. I'll drop it in.
Cool. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe it will. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I clapped for that sync sound we're doing because we're recording this on video. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey. Camera crew. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before I close it up? Um, no, thanks for having me. Okay. It was um, really fun. Maybe we'll just get really close to the mic here. Don't be shy. Um, say some, you know, you should probably do some rapping now. Do some rapping? Do it. <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. That's like, <laughs> that's like the worst thing ever is printing yeah, yeah. someone out on rap. Yeah, I know. Hey. See, that's the main reason I hate telling people I'm a rapper. Oh, do a rap. rap thing. They're like, oh, do it, you know? Do a rap. I mean, you know, I guess I could, but I don't particularly want to, if I can be honest. I don't really want to rap right now. Feel me. Feel a little weird. Feel a weird. Just say more about what you feel.
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.